Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, izakai antics, sexy female versions of historical Japanese figures, and manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is described. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host Zen, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope you're excited for a really cool podcast brought to you by www.spirekin.com. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is some podcast and vain reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives where every episode we talk about various geeky topics depending on the show you're listening to. And since it's the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you, the art quality is the overarching plot and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. And if you want to know more, you can... Definitely remember to like and subscribe, and more importantly, check out our website at www.spirekin.com for all the other podcasts that we've done from our movie review, game review, and all that. So actually, with that in mind, let's actually get to manga review of the episode, because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated down to be there reviewing a manga that was, well, that was written by Mikage Kasuga and illustrated by Futago Minazuki. This was published by Fujimi Shobo, and the original run was April 2005 to present, even though there's only two volumes out right now. This was released in Age Premium Magazine with, like I said, two volumes. It's based on a light novel series, which is still occurring to this day. It is a shonen series that is a historical isekai romantic comedy that is pretty unique in its concept. And what is this story that I'm talking about that's so weird, so unique? Well, we're talking about Oda Nobuna no Yaibo, or the ambition of Oda Nobuna. And this is a story which is pretty similar to most regular series that we're talking about. Because this is one which is just about a main character getting sent to another world, and things are slightly different. But, unlike most Isekais, they did a nice little twist with this. So let's actually get to it, because our main character in this is a young man whose name is Yoshiharu Saga. And... Yoshihara Sagara wakes up in the Sengoku period, doesn't know what the hell's going on, and he's just there. The last thing he remember doing was playing a video game called Nobunaga's Ambition, which did a lot of things. Unfortunately, he's kind of, like I said, he's a normal kid who doesn't really know what to do. His only skill that he really has besides this knowledge from the video game is that he is super agile and very good at dodging things. Kind of similar to the main character from The Elusive Samurai. And this is the same way where he's kind of like, he looks able to jump and move around, doesn't know what's really going on in this world, until one day he ends up bumping into a weird guy who saves his life. And this weird guy is pretty simple. He has a very simple ambition. He wants to have all the women in his life. He wants to be rich. He wants to be powerful. He wants to have a giant castle so all the women are going to love him. And Yoshihara's like, you know what? I kind of like your idea, so I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to have the same idea you're going to have. And we're going to end up finding lots of girls. Only problem is, main guy dies. And then he finds out the guy's real name, and it turns out that the guy he saved is actually the future Hideyoshi Yotome, who's a pretty important character in Japanese history. Toyotome is the daimyo in general of the late Sengoku period, the second great unifier of Japan. Someone who became a retainer of Odu Nobunaga, and he succeeded Nobunaga, eventually became the emperor. So he's his chief strategist. But the fact is that since he's dead, this is going to make things harder for Odu Nobunaga to make things happen. So Yoshiharo decides, I'm going to just take over this guy's thing and I'm going to do what I can. My problem is when he runs up to meet the, the person who's going to save the day, well, first off, he runs into a very young ninja who is going to be there to help him out a little bit. But 
she's there just because she's going to protect him because she was supposed to protect the other guy, failed, so she's going to protect this guy. But when he goes to meet Odu Nobunaga, someone screams and says, Who the hell's Nobunaga? My name's Oda Nobuna. And it turns out it is a very cute girl who's got huge boobs, and she is the alternative version of Nobunaga, the daimyo of Owari. And this is the big fool of Odawari, who is someone who is brilliant, ambitious, uh, wants to do so much, but she's also kind of an airhead, and she has a tsundere personality. So yes, she's the girl that's going to be super mean, but then she'll be nice a minute later. And she treats Yoshihara horribly, or as she calls him, Saru. Because she doesn't hear his name right when he says, my name is Yoshiharu Sagara. So she hears Saru and says, okay, you're a monkey. So I'm going to treat you like a monkey and you're my pet monkey. And he's like, what, what, why are you doing this? I'm a, I'm a human. But she doesn't. And he has to eventually prove his worth. And how does he do this for this person whose ambition is to rule the world? Well, he uses his future knowledge to impart knowledge. For example, in negotiation, he's able to say, listen, you're going to do this anyway. So here's, I know you're going to do this. You already have a note written out and you're going to take things over and you're going to help us out and it works out in his favor but besides that he also uses other skills as well he also uses his speed and his intelligence to help other people out but he also interacts with people who have well existed already for a good example of this is some of his assistants katsui shibata who is originally known as someone completely different in the historical past who's a very old man with gray hair it turned out to be a very buxom young lady most of the characters here who are part of oda's team are all characters who've been re-envisioned as females because hairmantics yay hairmantics but our main character does use his intelligence to do things like for example he's given money to get 300 koku of rice and he ends up getting 7500 kokus of rice so way more than what was asked for and he proves his awesomeness by this and from this point on, he ends up showing how invaluable he is while dealing with antics of flirting with characters. Maybe the will-they-won't-they they with Odu and himself or some of the other characters who do show up in all the different retainers. And, well, he eventually will become an amazing person who's going to help her out. Or that's what they want us to think. So let's get to it. What can I say about the ambition of Odu Nobuna? Now, this is based on a light novel series, and this covers the several volumes i believe that in a grand total there's 12 or 22 volumes and this adaptation only has two volumes that's it it covers the bare minimum and kind of throws you in there in a way where it just force feeds you everything quick fast simple without getting into the nuances and because of that reason it feels rushed it feels poorly done and let's be honest it's an izakai where the main character gets his powers from a video game, which has been done to death so many fucking times. Sorry for my language, but that's the truth. This has been done so much. It just, yeah. I do like the fact that you have that element of where he's able to dodge things because of dodgeball. I like that, that kind of elusive samurai dexterity. I enjoy that element. However, the joke gets old really fast. And if you have no knowledge of Japanese history, you're going to be 100% lost in this. I was trying to go through all of it, trying to figure out what was what, what meant what, who was who, and I had to research tons of things, which generally I'm totally fine with that. If you listen to this podcast or watch the videos before, you know I love historical stories. However, 
this was there are characters that are so obscure you have to go through major deep dives to find out about them and it's a bit frustrating just a little bit frustrating and the fact that this is well very difficult to get a hold of there is no legitimate release at this moment in time if you are looking for this you're gonna have to find it through alternative means which i don't recommend always support your uh actual creators that is a major bump in the road for it and that kind of knocks it down there is an anime which is available if you want to watch the anime the anime flows much better it has better pacing than a manga which unfortunately for me that is a major letdown because if the anime has better pacing than the manga that's a problem and this is a problem with this now if you've read this and you disagree with me completely i understand i can agree because this the story itself is intriguing but there's so many negatives to this so many rough patches through this I was thinking about this and hemming and hawing so much, but in the end, I have to give this our rating, lowest, second rate lowest rating of typical rematerial, local correction facility, or psychiatric institute. There are some elements that are really cool in this and really engaging and really inventive. However, it just is lacking. It didn't hold my interest. It covers, for the first chapter is one chapter, and then the next one, which essentially should have been one chapter, is broken up into three parts. It's uneven. The main character, I have no reason why I'm interested in him. And while, yeah, all he has is knowledge, and that's kind of reinvigorating, it's not enough. I just, I have no reason why I'm liking the main character. I have no reason why I like Oda, because, yeah, oh, she's Oda Nobunaga, but a female form, and she's a Sundere. That should work. No, it, it just doesn't sell me. There's nothing here to hold on to except minor innovative things which save it from being complete garbage. Now, if you've read this and you agree with me or if you just disagree with me entirely, why don't you let me know what your thoughts are? Just You can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher. Just type in it anywhere and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Just type in uh, Zan Spirekin or at Spirekin. You'll find me one way or the other. Let me know your thoughts on this and what your general um, inspiration of this was. I mean, because the fact is that one of the issues I had was that this was not really easily localized. And I would love to have seen this localized and see someone take a crack at it, maybe fix the problems with it. But I don't know if that's going to happen. If we get the light novel, I'll give it another chance and I'll read it. But for right now, this is a... Typical reading material, local correct facility or psychiatric institute, our second lowest rating. Now, random question of the week for you guys. What historical figure would you want to see gender swapped and put in a situation like this? I mean, would you like someone like George Washington as Georgina Washington or Abe Lincoln as Ava Lincoln? You know, what do you think? What are you interested in? Let me know in the show notes down below or email me, zanspirekin.com or tweet me at spirekin. And now, let's actually get to another part which we all love and we love talking about, and that is the newest releases for the week. And these are all the mangas that came out this week on the 17th. That was two days ago. I know usually I release on Wednesday, but we're trying something new. We're trying to get this evened out. So anyway, these are what were released this week. So first off this week, we had Oshonoko Volume 1, which I gotta admit looks kind of cool and a little different. I don't know what it's about, though. Next, we had... Dachi and Shimura, The Light Novel, Volume 10. Angels of Death, Episode 0, Volume 5. I know, super long title. What is it about? I don't know. As a reincarnated aristocrat, I'll use my appraisal power to rise in the world, Volume 3. Now, this is the manga, not the light novel. Slight differences there. And then for you Bakano fans, 
Yes, Bacchano Volume 21 has been released, the light novel that I've been waiting for, and I am so excited to get this. I am up to date with the actual purchase of them, but I'm still way behind in the light novels. Eventually, I should do a light novel episode where I just talk about all the Bacchano, but we're going to get to that later. Anyway, next, we have Barbaritas 1, or Barbaritas I. What's this about? I don't know, but this is a manga title. We have the final volume of Beastars. Yes, Volume 22 has finally been released. It's been a long ride, and what is going to happen between this wolf and this bunny and all of the craziness involving Yakuza? Well, you're going to have to wait and see how it goes. It's been a wild ride, hasn't it? Next, we have bottom-tier character Tomozaki-kun, light novel, Volume 9. This series is still good. I was surprised that this was going to be as good as it was, but again, I digress. The Bride of the Barrier Master, Volume 1. Now, this is a manga series, or manga. Don't know what it's about, but we'll have to wait and see. Go Stray Dogs, Volume 22. Then Daughter of the Emperor, Volume 3. Does a Hot Elf Live Next Door to You, Volume 5. Dungeon Dive, Aim for the Deepest Level, the manga, Volume 4. Free Life Fantasy Online, Immortal Princess, the light novel, Volume 3. Freerin Beyond Journey's End, Volume 7, the manga. Now this series I'm really enjoying, and they just posted on ANN that there is actually going to be a slight hiatus for this series, so I don't know how many more we have until we're going to hit that hiatus, but hopefully there's some backlog left so that once the hiatus is over, we just streamline back in, because this series is so innovative, melancholy, and beautiful in its unique concept. Anyway, next. We have Goblin Slayer, Volume 15. Not the spinoffs, the actual Goblin Slayer, Volume 15. So if you like that horrificness that is Goblin Slayer, this is it. Hadume and Mikochi, Tiny Little Life in the Woods, Volume 10. Headhunted to Another World, From Salaryman to Big Four, Volume 4. This is the manga. High Score Girl, Volume 10. High School DxD, The Light Novel, Volume 10. New series to come out. Honey Lemon Soda, Volume 1. I Want to Be a Wall, Volume 2. This is the alternative romantic story about a non-binary main character and a character whose ambition is to be a wall. So, yeah. This is one which I've tried to put on the wheel a couple times. For some reason it never shows up, but eventually we'll see how this goes. But I digress. Next is... In the Clear Moonlight Dusk, Volume 2. Is Love the Answer? A one-shot manga with some beautiful artwork. Don't know what it's about, though. Carnival, Volume 14. Lost Lad London, Volume 3. Love of Kill, Volume 10. The Magical Girl Raising Project, Volume 15, Light Novel. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Far Near the Reclusive, Volume 1. My Dear Friend Nokotan, Volume 3. No Longer Heroine, Volume 2. Overlord, The Undead Kingo, Volume 9. PTSD Radio, Volume 2. Now, this is Volumes 3 and 4 of the manga. These are omnibus editions. Pretty cool. Record of Ragnarok, Volume 5. Roll Over and Die. I Will Fight for an Ordinary World with My Love and Cursed Sword, the manga, Volume 3. Sebekui Bisco, Volume 4, the light novel. I love the cover on this one. It's just completely insane. And compared to the other ones, it feels more like a magazine than it does a light novel. If you're reading this, let me know your thoughts on it. Next we have Sakurai-san Wants to be Noticed, Volume 3. Sasaki and Peeps, Light Novel, Volume 3. Seraph of the End, 
Volume 26, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, Volume 2, The Light Novel. Suppose a kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to a starter town, Light Novel, Volume 11. I believe this is the last volume of that series. I'm not, I gotta confirm it just to make sure, though. The next one is kind of intriguing. This is gonna be Tatsuki Fujimoto's Before Chainsaw Man, 17 to 21. These are a bunch of short mangas he wrote before Chainsaw Man and before Fire Punch. Is it good? Is it bad? Well, it looks actually really old school. And I like that fact that it is old school. So we're going to have to wait and see. The Detective is Already Dead, Manga Volume 5. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 18. Triage X, Volume 24. Tsubaki Cho, Lonely Planet, Volume 2. Undead Unluck, Volume 10. Welcome Back, Alice, Volume 4. Your Forma, the Manga, Volume 1. And then Your Forma, the Light Novel, Volume 3. So which of these are you most excited for? For me personally, the ones I'm excited for are going to be Bakano, B-Stars, Bottom Tier, Character Tomozaki, Is Love the Answer, Goblin Slayer, Freer and Beyond, Journey's End, Sabiki Bisco, PTSD, Triage X, and surprisingly, The Detective is Already Dead. What about you? Which ones you are most excited about? Let me know at zan at spirekin.com or tweet me at spirekin. I hope you guys are doing good. Hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode. I'm very excited. More importantly than that, I am just, well, really excited and stoked to see what's going to happen next because, well, so much going on. But beforehand, remember to like, share, and subscribe. You can check us out at YouTube at Spirekin. You can also subscribe to us on Instagram, and that is going to be at Instagram.com forward slash Spirekin. We're also on Twitter.com forward slash Spirekin. Just put at Spirekin. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. There's also a couple other Spirekin Twitters and Instagrams for the other shows, but we'll get to that in a bit. And then last and certainly not least, the most important thing, what you can do if you want to help support this podcast, is subscribe to us on our website at www.spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. If you want to help support us to create more fun content for you to enjoy, you can join our Patreon. Our Patreon, which has four different potential tiers to join, which tons of free content, which includes unreleased episodes, unaired podcasts, tons of rants, raves, including bloopers as well. There's an entire podcast of me just saying fuck and shit the entire time. So if you want to join, www.patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. Join today and we hope to see you help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And so now with that in mind, and it's the most important part of this podcast, and what are we talking about? We are talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, the manga that's in that spot is the one I review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 503. Can you believe it? 503 episodes. But we're going to spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Because I'm excited for some of these on here. Just hope I don't get number one again. Now that's a good spin. Was it number one at least? <laughs> it was number two. So in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga that is about the most scary and horrible thing possible. Yokai mixed with cats. We're talking about Yokai Cats. This is by the creator of the Evil Secret Society of Cats. Yes, they've created another new work. So we're going to see how that goes in the next episode. But I think that's it for this episode.
you guys enjoyed this, leave comments down below. And as usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading my See you later.